they're saying that the skin is is not foolproof that there could still be things like piercing that's like okay avocados bananas oranges stuff like that where it's like really thick on the outside i don't wash like apples of course i wash like pears stuff like that like where it's like a thin skin on the outside yeah. but when it's thick like what kind of fruit there's no fruit that has a thicker skin than a banana oh the, god no but the government is saying wash your banana Welcome, everybody, to the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Uh, don't forget, follow us on social media at the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. While you're on YouTube, hit like and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at the Tip in podcast. There we go, baby. I got there it this go. time. I got it. Shaking all the old ghosts. Oh, you know dude. Hey, it's preseason still, man, but we're getting closer now. There's only yeah, one buddy. game left, one game to go on Saturday night, Thanksgiving weekend, and then next Wednesday, we're going to be in full stride to start a brand new season looking forward to it now i'll tell you what i'm not looking forward to chad <laughs> anything any, anything off the top here do you want me to, i gotta go i know the least just beat detroit four three in overtime nylander two goals whatever nice minton we're gonna get we gotta goal. talk a little blue jays well okay i wasn't even gonna go there oh sorry i thought i, I was thought just that's gonna, where you were going no okay no for a, for a couple minutes let's go, go ahead go ahead Go ahead. Yeah, well, the Jays uh, came and uh, they came, they came early. They prematurely ejaculated. I don't think they came. I don't think they, they don't came, came at all. Yeah, they didn't come at all. It was uh, they got swept by the Twins. They scored one run in eighteen run. innings of baseball. Get the fuck out of here with that shit! Come on, are you kidding me? The Leafs, the Leafs, they're the Leafs two Cannot win a playoff game. Cannot do it. I think I think it's worse than oh the Leafs. Oh my god, they can't score a run. They can't win a nothing. How many guys did they leave stranded? Like, oh my! I I think they had at one point they had I think four or five innings in a row with two base runners. Oh. I think it was four innings in a row with two base runners. Nothing. Vladdy getting picked, eh? Like I mean, Vladdy getting picked at second. Not that that would have surmounted to anything. Like Bo was at the plate. The count was full. It might have, but it might not have. But, like, dude, like, getting picked off in a must-win game. Like, that's – how many – when do you ever see a guy get picked off at second base, especially in a fucking playoff game? It doesn't I mean, happen. It, no, you're right. It does happen, but it doesn't happen in playoff games. No. And Vladdy was just – I mean – Sleeping. Sleeping. Yeah, sleeping. You're a big guy. You're not the fastest guy in the world. Maybe don't take a big lead off right there you know what dude, i'm saying he, like maybe he, small lead off until the pitcher's in motion then move a few feet away from the bag the, the count was full he had just finished like if you're watching on youtube you're the motion i'm making was he was making he was motioning to bow at the plate to like calm it down settle down like i don't know if you saw that or not yep. and then two fucking seconds later he gets picked off like <laughs> come on dude anyway like it's i'm not pinning it on vladdy like there's a whole bunch of blame to go around Taking Barrios out after he was rolling four innings, like yeah. he walked, a, he walked a batter in the first inning, and then you think it's a good idea to go to Kikuchi? Get the fuck out of 
happier. What are they doing? Yeah. Analytic bullshit is what. Yeah, it was terrible. Just have a he feel for the, have a feel for the fucking game. Just he, oh my god, he was pitching better than I'd seen him pitch all season. Killing it, and killing he, it. He's facing the one batter who hit two home runs the game before. He battles him to a full count and then walks him. Okay, that happens. It was a great at bat, a great pitching duel, and then you come out and you pull him because the guy upstairs is like, "All right, I have a plan." Do you imagine if you were watching the playoff game? Like everyone gives Dubas, they used to give Dubas a hard time about being an analytics guy. Imagine Dubas called down and was like, all right, pull the goalie. I don't think that's pull what that goalie. was though, Chad. I think this that's, was determined before the game even started. Right. But the reason it was determined is because of analytics. Like somewhere on a computer, it said, you know, if we pull them here twice and through we, the lineup, yeah, twice through the lineup. And then if we pull them and we get their left-handed batters out and we have a better, it'll give us this percentage to win the game. Stupid call. Like you have to use your gut on that one and be like, maybe this guy can go three more innings of shutout baseball. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, we'll never know. And it anyway, doesn't matter because no, one, no one's ever won a game without scoring a run. There you go. So ultimately, Vladdy getting picked off, not the best. Pulling Barrios, not the best. One run in game one, not the best. No offense in game two, not the best. Not the best. So what are you going to do? You, you're not going to win a series with one run. Like, it's just absolutely insane when they've got, like, a lot of firepower there. Springer, Vladdy, Bo. We, we knew. You knew. I knew. Every All the fans knew. The way they hopped into the playoffs backwards after basically losing their way in. Lost their last like, four games, including the two wildcard games. It Lost didn't last feel like playoffs. It felt like just games 163 and 64 of the regular season. But is this not like the least 2.0 here? Like can't win when it counts or what? A little bit, yeah. I think it is a little bit, but I don't know. Like the Leafs won a playoff round. <laughs> well, yeah. It took, it took a long time. It took a long time. Anyway. But I know what you're saying. Same thing. Young guys that are supposed to be superstars that don't don't show up when the when time the matters. When the pressure mounts. Management, nowhere, nope, management who coddles them and won't make changes. And I know. <sighs> welcome welcome to Toronto. The life of a Toronto sports Except for Masai oh Ujiri, who's yeah. like, ain't good enough. No, he's legend. He's legend status Masai, man. But uh, did you go back and watch any of that stuff or no? I did, yeah. Like, just hilarious, right? I saw uh, Pascal Siakam. Uh, that was really funny. Oh, I, I try I try every day. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, like, Masai didn't specifically, like, pinpoint or, like, call out one guy. No. He was just saying, like, not good enough in general. Like, they don't try hard enough. Yeah. But, uh pascal's like well i do <laughs> like i try i try every day anyway okay so all right let's get into the pre preseason's winding down here i know they just beat basically the the b team toronto close to a full roster here tonight yep we're doing this right after they just beat at least just beat detroit four three in overtime uh thursday night here before the thanksgiving long weekend so some good things and some not so great things like detroit you know, it was their B lineup, but going to two negatives to start and then mainly positive after this. OK, but All two right. two main negatives to start for me. And it was the same negative that I had lad po uh, last podcast chat. TJ Brody, what the fuck is this guy doing? What has happened to TJ Brody? He looks terrible. 
Am I am does. I am I watching the the right game or it, do, or no? No, like, no, he he does look terrible. Oh my god, what he is looks, what's happened to this guy? I have no idea. I don't know if it's injury, age. I don't know what it is. I don't know if maybe it's just preseason. Somebody made the comment on, uh, I think, on our YouTube video somewhere on one of our podcasts from the last one about that he's saving it for the regular season. Yeah, well, okay, I don't see it that way. Well, everybody else, so. everybody else so. seems to be giving it. So I don't understand. And he doesn't really strike me as the type of guy who would has any gears other than just give it. Coming off the year that he just had and coming off the playoffs that he just had, not the best. You'd no. think he'd be like, okay, he just to me, he looks so nonchalant out there. Like what like turning it over, making bad pinches, like not fighting hard in the corner, like not battling in front of the net. Like I could I know. How many things do you want me to name? It's blat- negative, 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 negative. And not like small things, like blatantly obvious. Oh my god. What's your other um what's your other negative comment that you have to Well, the scariest thing, here? like I mean, yeah, what let us know what you think about Brody because yeah. I have not been impressed and I am not looking forward to our top D pair being Brody and Riley, like not looking forward to that at all. The no. defense, oh my god. Well, we're gonna see because when the regular season starts, we're really gonna see what they have to bring. We'll see, but uh, here's a, okay, this Benoit dude, three penalties tonight. He's not even on a PTO, this guy. Tree Living signed him to a contract. Like, he's terrible. Like, he, he's, he, did a pre, he did a pre-game interview with Mark Masters on the bench, whatever. TSN had the game tonight, and he's talking about, like, what he brings to the team. He's like, I play hard in my own end and, like, hard in front of the net. I try just, every day. Like, <laughs> Okay, so like I haven't seen any of that with this guy. Nothing, 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 nothing. Like literally, literally worse than Justin Hall. And I'm not even just saying that. Like literally this guy, I'd rather have Who's in the house tonight? Shout out, Justin Hall. Not our boy, but. Shout out. He was there nonetheless. But would you not rather have Hall back instead of this fucking cat? Like what is he? Our si- he potentially if Klingberg can't go, he's potentially the six, the sixth D man, or the seventh. Like I would go with Cockinen or or whatever, however you pronounce his name. Just Co- the cock. Cockinen, Cockinen. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. He's got like eight K's in his fucking name in his last name. K O K K whatever. An N. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was. Uh... He's had a good preseason, Cockinen. Now I I okay I'm. I'm under the impression Benoit won't. Benoit stinks. Let's just call it what it is. You're totally right. I watched the same game. I'm just like, what is this guy doing out there? Now, I'm under the impression he's not going to be on the roster. Three penalties tonight. Three. Well, not all of them, but lazy penalties. Oh, dude. Yeah. But, but like, for what he was supposed to be or what he said pregame and what Tree Living thought he was, like, Hard, hard to play against in his own end, hard in front of the net. He's none of those things. None of those things. <laughs> He's a salesman is what he is. My goodness. He sold us on it. Anyway, so terrible. Uh, like, what's, it, do you know his contract? What it, is it one year? Oh, of course it's a one year, but yeah. like this guy, like, but it scares me that potentially he's the sixth or the seventh guy. Like, I know it is what it is. They don't have a lot of depth back there. Like, 
hopefully, I can't believe I'm saying this, but hopefully Klingberg can go because like. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I would much rather Klingberg than Oh, Benoit. my God. At least he's going to bring you some offense, whereas Benoit is like, I'm. You don't yeah, know what pass, it is. Pass. Pass on this fucking guy big time. If Klingberg can't go, or even if Klingberg can go, Benoit needs to go to the Marlies and co- and Coconut. What is it? Coconut or Coconut? What, what is it here? It's just the cock. How would you say? How do you say his last name? Kakakanen. Okay. Okay. So with That's how him, I say it, and with, I, I I speak correctly. So with Timmons being out, yeah, it's Takakanen or whatever the hell you want to call it. Okay. He's the guy for me that would be if one of these guys can't go, it's him. Because he's looked pretty good. Well, I think you give Benoit a shot up in the top pair and just, not in the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure, man. He's going to help you win a lot of fucking games. Uh, like, maybe I eat my words here down the road, but I don't see it here, folks. Anyway, we'll move on. There's the negatives. Now a couple quick positives. Right? Yes, let's get positive. We we started with the Blue Jays, and it's just been downhill so far. Yeah, yeah. Ten let's straight minutes of just negative, negative bullshit here. But we're not even another regular season yet. Ten minutes of negative bullshit. But What's here we wrong go. with us? Hey, man, Toronto We need a tip-in to get the juices flowing. Oh, there, I can't believe there hasn't been one tip-in this entire season. It. There's going to be four in the first game. Opening night, I will absolutely guarantee you there will be a tip-in opening night. I guarantee it. Yeah. Well, listen to this little fun piece of uh, information right here. Ryan Reeves, he said that Keith <laughs> was watching some of the media scrums from the last couple of days. Don't know if you caught it or not. He said Sheldon Keith is very sticky on systems. He said sticky systems. Sounds very messy to me. <laughs> but I don't know about you, but like that sounds a little messy when Reeves is talking about how Keith likes his systems sticky, sticky systems tight, tight. I think tight, sticky, sticky. He likes it tight, like he wants it to stick together tight. I have yet to see that. Did, did he say he likes sticky systems or he's sticky on his systems? He said he, he Reeves said Keith is very sticky on systems, but then he followed it up with like someone asked another follow up question, and then he did mention again like sticky systems oh sticky, sticky systems. systems yeah so i like that man sticky systems i it's sounds very messy but I, I can get behind it and riley said uh they are really getting down to the short strokes now okay and when you know when you get down to the short strokes as opposed to longer mm. strokes Different strokes? Different strokes? Oh, I don't have them behind me. I was going to point to Webster, but I don't have them. Like, I just think it's funny, the wording some of these guys use. So, like, Riley... No, like, we got to save those for Redline Diaries. Reeves says, sticky systems. Keith likes sticky systems. And Riley says, we're really getting down to the short strokes now. So, I guess that means, like, if you're getting down... If the long strokes are gone and you're getting just down to, like, almost the tip and just the short, like, the short strokes, it's yeah. almost time. It's it's almost time to go. Yeah, well, it's, it's there. Something's going to explode if you're getting down to short yeah, strokes. Once you get to the short strokes, that's it. There's no turning back. You can't Forget stop. It. Forget about it. So, okay, anything you want to go before we go to maybe some of the topics or i just wanted to a couple negatives some positives that i just found amusing anywhere you want to go before we go to kneelander back in the wing and then minton nice whatever yeah let's uh let's get sticky with willie let's get sticky into this so were you surprised to see that like 
experiments experiments over for the time being he moves back to the wing he looked two goals tonight so clearly he's gonna be on the wing i would imagine yeah he looked better on the wing surprise though surprise a little bit because at the start of the year keith was like well you know i'm really gonna try this thing out i'm not gonna and then he did the same thing keith does he watches it for maybe a game maybe two and then it's like nope so i thought it might go a little longer but he looked good tonight on the wing so you can't, I mean, you can't argue with it. Scored two goals, got the game winner in overtime. Oh, no, of course. Millie's an elite winger in the NHL. 100%. So do you, so, okay, so we don't need to spend a lot of time on no. Willie, like whether he's going to be on the wing, whether he's going to be out at center. I don't know, like last podcast, I was almost positive. Cowan and Minton were going back to their junior teams like, book it a hundred percent yeah i am cowan i still believe so although i think he's going to play on saturday and whatever there'll be some guys to play on saturday he'll go back but oh yeah he'll he'll go back but all of a sudden now i am not so convinced that they are going to do the same thing with fraser minton what do you think well it didn't i mean this is the thing about fraser minton at the start i was like he looks good but he has gotten better and better and it's not just he's fitting into the lineup He's he's a standout. He's one of the best players night in and night out. And when the coach when the coach says one day, you know, salary cap's going to dictate what we do here. And then the next day is like, I mean, I don't know. When the, someone asks him, are you going to send him down? He's like, well, I don't know. Look, I think Keith is honestly thinking about this, man. How can how, you not? How could you not? Like, um, Another little, like, I want to get into Minton and Nyes killing. Every time Minton and Nyes are on the ice, they're in the offensive zone. They're both heads up all the fucking way. Checking. Two, two, just creating chances yep. all the time. They're never, like, you don't see them hemmed in their own end. It, it just doesn't happen. So I'm starting to really think, like, holy shit, man. Like, this kid legit, like, he might make it. Like, he's not he's only 19 years old but he's like 206 what did they say he's 63 200 something whatever yeah, as, a, as a 19 year old so big kid but big kid. Long, um, long strokes like him and nice on the like not just their five on five play too but keith was playing them on the penalty kill and yeah. they were fucking killing it like just heads up all the way both of them like i don't know man i i think they might have something there and and i would say this like When's the last time, Chad, that we saw, like, when's the last time you can remember a Leafs training camp where not one, but several prospects have stood out in a Leafs training camp? How long has it been? How it's like, I can't, it's been a long time, right? I mean, not including their top picks. Like, not, no, no, no. I don't You're talking about like guys we didn't really know. Not the really on the radar. Not really on the radar. And I, I guess not. Nyes isn't really in that. But like, I'm including Nyes. I, yeah, I am including Minton. I'm including Cowan. Like, it's just been like, oh my god, we thought the cupboards were bare, but all of a sudden, up front, it looks like they've got some good young pieces there. Yeah, I would, I would totally include Nyes in that. He's still a rookie, so I would totally include him. That if I had to go back, like I'm thinking about it, Nick Robertson, I don't really think so. Like. God, would you have to go back to like the Matt Sundin days? I can't remember. I can't remember someone it's who came in. Someone time. leave a comment in the YouTube. Like Matt, like Matt Stajan? 
Like that's what I mean. Like Alexander Steen, Matt Stajan, Steen and Stajan, right? Like yeah. it's been a long time. Like I can't remember guys who weren't like top ten picks. No, like who kind of like, came in and were like, oh my god, these like, guys can play. Like even during the Castle and Fanuf days, like they never really had any up and comers ready to come and take like no. spots, right? I guess Bozak. Yeah, but he was signed out of yeah. So, I, so was nice. Bozak doesn't look like what. Eh, oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I no, Bozak wasn't drafted. They they signed him. Like Nice is a yeah. draft pick. Minton's That's true. A draft yeah, yeah. Pick, right. But so I'm talking like in-house picks that just have come in and been yeah. like m- made the entire organization and fan base be like, yeah, I'm here and I'm ready to take a spot. Yeah, I'm probably missing someone, but in my mind, like you would have to go back to the Steen and Stage and days where they had like not late late picks, but I'll say late outside the top ten that blossomed into actual NHL players like you were like oh my god like I remember when Steen came up and he's like playing with Matt Sundin and you're like whoa and then we traded him and Koliakvo for Lee Stemniak hell of a move Cliff Fletcher what the hell was he thinking there <laughs> man um so I'll give the last word to you on this but I, I do want to say this uh Keith did say uh on Minton before the game yep Keith said, in the games Minton has played so far, he's really taken on a lot of the load. Ooh. I mean, what else do you really need to say about this kid? He's taken a lot on of sexual innuendos in the in the dressing room these days. They must be listening to the tip in. I know, right? And they're just trying to sneak it onto the show, and it's working. But it's um, all ultimately, I, I'll give the last word to you on this, like. Should they keep Minton and Nyes together to start the season? Do you think Minton makes obviously Nyes is a lock? Do you where how do you think this plays out? Last word to you on this. Oh god, I could because I'm such a stupid salary cap person. I don't know. I'd probably say that he's he's not gonna stick around, although he could play nine games and then go down. So has he not played well enough to do to at least personally? Okay, I'm gonna take salary cap out of it. I'm the coach of this team. He's been one of the best players. He there's definitely a spot in the 12 forwards for him. Like there's somebody like if I'm taking name and recognition and salary cap out of it, he's played better than some of the guys who are making millions of dollars on this team. So We're yeah, he's out. he's definitely on the roster opening night. But you because think it's so? all think so? no, that's that would be my personal pick. But because of the salary cap. Because of the guys they have, but but fuck the cap, like this, I know, the, but they does, can't. Does this They're kid so does this tight against the cap? They can't well, ma- make around. another move. Then does this kid deserve to be there? I think he does. Yes, he does. He deserves to be there. Will, but you asked me like, will he be there? And I make don't know. make another move. How about Yarn? Another Croc? reason why I hate the stupid cap. Let me ask you this: Can they send Yarn Croc? Although I know he signed for another three years. His nuts he, are feeling better. He's can, back. He, he was back tonight. He had twisted nuts. Did not play very much, but. His nuts must be feeling better, but um, can they, if they wanted to, could they send Yarncroft to the to the Marlies, like with or without waivers? Could they just bury him? I don't know. I don't know for sure. Uh, I don't know either. I'm just, I just I thought you might know. But I mean, like, you could if he was coming back from an injury, but he's already coming back from that injury. Right. You could send him down for a stint down there. Because that $2 million could open up a lot of, you know, like, well. You could, well, you could. 
you you could twist his nuts again. You could twist his nuts again. <laughs> he, and he, I haven't heard any post game yet, so it's possible. Like he didn't see a lot of ice time tonight. So maybe Keith just sneaks in the shower from behind and just gives those nuts a twist, oh, and like, then he's on the IR for a like, few weeks. I I don't dislike Yarn Croc, but I. Like when he played with Matthews and Marner. It's okay to dislike him. No, like I don't, I don't dislike him though, but he's definitely not like one of my favorite players, but like 2 million, it's not a crazy price tag, but for what he brings to the table, like when he plays in the bottom six, I really don't love what he brings. He had moments last year when he was playing with Austin, where he was like ripping it home. Well, guess what? You're playing with Austin. Everybody kind of does that from time to time. If you play with Austin and Mitch long enough, you always go through a hot streak where you score like way above your career average. He did that last year. That's not that's not Yarn Croc. No, absolutely not. And especially if he's playing in the bottom six, like and there's absolutely no chance. The other thing I hate about like the salary cap and things like this is we don't know what Minton is. We know what Yarn Croc is. You could you could have like something better than yarn you could have like a more versatile piece in the lineup well he, he looks like he looks like it right now yeah and you could have that every night but instead you're like well we we pay this guy two million so we've got to send you down and it's just another reason why i wish there were i wish the cap was just a little softer that's what she said and you could just play with it a little more you know what i mean La- last thing i'll say on nice a minute like it just looks so much like in such a quick period of time that they have oh. gained they've gained chemistry together yeah like obviously nice could play up or down down the lineup no problem but if you're all of a sudden you got austin and, and jt the one two centers and you got camp penciled in there as the fourth you're now looking for a, a third line center is it going to be domi is it going to be minton like i don't know i really like the chemistry i've seen with nice and minton it's something that i would like to take a look at I would like to continue to keep looking at it because it looks so good. Like it's just, it just feels so good to have two young guys. They were playing them together. There was chemistry there. Yeah. Like it just, ah, uh, it feels so good. I know it feels so good. You know what else feels good? It's coming right up on Thanksgiving folks. So we might as well, just before we head out here, maybe come back with a couple quick things, but pumpkin paradise, you might want to pick up a copy for your family. Even if you don't like pumpkin or you don't like Thanksgiving or the fall season there might be someone in your family that would really enjoy the recipes in pumpkin paradise don't you think chad i think so yeah one more time before thanksgiving would you like to hear about a little book called pumpkin paradise twist my nuts let's do it pumpkin pinkin pie what pumpkin pinkin tart let's go pumpkin pinkin nut bread served a la carte <laughs> hey y'all it's your girl kathy thanksgiving's coming up and you know i got you i'm gonna be your tour guide through pumpkin paradise now watch helplessly as i use this centripetal force of my big tits to mix up this batter oh it's so thick coming through sprinkle some dank pecan nuggies on top let it bake oh it's hot cool whip with that money shot i'm out here stacking these pump cakes good go Lord almighty! Whoop! About to bust a nut. Ooh, it's hot. You a pumpkin head if you can't figure out these directions. Fruit pumpkin cake. I call it frump cake. No luck when I pour it in. Oh, fuck. That's way too much shit. Um, here. Just add a bunch of cranberries. And they'll never know. And for all my Gordo-loving guidos, here's my pumpkin pasta. What's that? Never had pumpkin soup? Me neither. I don't know. Let's figure this shit out together. Let's get weird, folks. Come on. Put a bunch of shit in a blender with some pumpkin. Turn that shit on. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It smells like boiling ass. Let's just 
serve it up to the relatives we don't like. Oh, Fuck you, Karen. Are you trying to do No Nut November? Well, consider the following. What if I took six sticks of butter and then I dump in some pumpkin guts and thicken it up? Slosh it all around, drop the top, make it hot, and... Looks like you just lost oh, No Nut November. You pumpkin-hating bitches. If you can't handle me at my pumpkin spiciest, then you don't deserve my pumpkin sweetness. 100 recipes! Come on, folks! The world's most underrated fruit, the pumpkin. Go ahead and Google it. I already did. It's got a seed-bearing structure. It's a fruit, bitches! Been spending most my life cooking in a pumpkin's There you go. Pick up your copy today on Amazon. Just search Pumpkin Paradise Titties. Just in time for Thanksgiving, pick yourself up a copy of Pumpkin Paradise. Hundreds of absolutely disgusting pumpkin recipes. <laughs> You're not going to want to miss that book for sure. Um, anything else, Chad, or what are we talking here? Uh, no, I mean, the season's about to start. I am so, so, so fucking sick of preseason. I just want to get her going. But yeah, you got anything else? I do have one more thing. I right, saw I, I saw this story on breakfast television the other day. And well, I just I, wait, but one more thing on the Leafs. Bertuzzi finally showed up. Oh yeah, Bertuzzi. That no no knob Bertuzzi. No he knob Bertuzzi. One. They they were talking on the panel on tonight about how like I, I think Dave Poolin was talking about how like Bertuzzi's not really a preseason guy. Like you you will know like they were talking about should Bertuzzi stay with like Matthews and Marner and oh, for whatever. sure for sure like give it a run like when the regular season starts I think you're going to see a different he hasn't had the best preseason but neither like Mitch had some good plays tonight Willie whatever but uh, they just want to get it going it's too long for sure oh it's way too long it's yeah. crazy speaking That's of too true. long here's the thing the government I saw this story on uh, breakfast television in Toronto and I just thought that you might if maybe you have you didn't catch it I thought you might be interested in this because I think it's absolutely amazing the government now is recommending washing all fruit before you consume it now I wash most fruit there's more like there's fruits that most people wash whatever yeah I don't I don't think oranges would be one of them and one of them that I know for sure is not is bananas yeah. but the governments have a protective case on them already apparently not because now the government is saying you need to wash your banana no yes it could include salmonella it, you never know what's hiding underneath that skin that how, force, that how does force, it get that, in there? It looks like a foreskin when you peel down a banana. But like, let's okay. be serious here. You are, are they saying? You, you like, ever washed? You ever washed your banana? No, I've never washed my banana. But are they saying to open it up and wash it? Or no, it? no, 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 no. Before you even consider peeling it, they want you to wash it before you peel it. So this, they want you to wash the outside of the banana. Okay, but they're recommending you that. don't eat the outside of the banana. They're saying that the skin is is not foolproof, that there could still be things like piercing that. Like, okay, avocados, bananas, oranges, stuff like that, where it's like really thick on the outside. I don't wash like apples, of course. I wash like pears, stuff like that, like where it's like a thin skin on the outside. Yeah. But when it's thick, like what kind of fruit? There's no fruit that has a thicker skin than a banana. Oh, the, God, no. But the government is saying, wash your banana. What do you think about that? Well, I guess 
I'm, yep. so I'm you, still not going to wash my banana. I don't you, care you, what they say. So you, you like a dirty, you like a dirty banana. I don't, I, I don't, it's not that I did like a dirty banana. I don't think my banana is dirty. I think it's perfectly fine. Now they're saying it is that if you're going to eat a banana, don't, don't like only touch the skin. Don't touch the, don't touch the inside. <laughs> no, no, no. Just Although, don't... you know, how many times have you opened up a banana and like a piece falls off and then you got to touch it. <laughs> it's true. This is true. It's, it's true. It's or, not a foolproof method. Like it's or the like tip will fall off or when you get to the end, a little piece will fall off. One whatever. time, one time I came home, I came home with just a couple girls, only had one banana, had to split it. So I had to break it. Split banana it, split. Share it, share it with everybody. You're right. Banana split. Because that's hard. That's why you should always have a lot of bananas on hand. Don't just have one banana. Because no, no, no. Because <laughs> then you're then you're looking at a banana split. Anyway, guys, let us know if you're watching on YouTube. Let us know down below. Wash the bananas, or do you wash your banana or no. not? Do you have a dirty banana? Do you think bananas are dirty, or do you like to just peel the banana and go to town? Or like Chad said. Banana split. I've, I'm not afraid of a banana split. I, no I don't mind a bit. Sometimes you don't. I know you said you want more than one banana around. I kind of disagree with that, Chad. I think sometimes you just want one around and you kind of want to go. Are, for you the banana the, split. are you the weird dude that goes to the grocery store and just buys one banana? <laughs> no, I never have. But but in the situation you're talking about, I think it might be the best case scenario to only have one banana around and then you go for a banana split. In that, that in that situation, it was great because th that one banana was enough for all of us. You know what I mean? You didn't need another banana in that situation. Banana split, baby. Let's wrap this well, one. Listen, for the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, once again, don't forget to follow us on social media at the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. While you're on YouTube, hit like, hit subscribe. Ring that bell so you get notified of videos. Also, leave a comment below. We're going to do our season preview coming up soon, and we'll probably get into comments about what you guys think the line should be, who you think should make the team, all that stuff, and what it's going to look like. And follow us on Twitter at the uh, Tipping Podcast. There we go. <laughs> Email us, tippingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, go to our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash the Tipping Maple Leafs Podcast, and you can donate to the podcast to help us bring you better-sounding episodes and better-quality videos on YouTube. And uh, until next time, we will. You missed the name drop at the end, Chatty, but I'm Chad. I'm Dale. And until next time, we will. Hey, guys, listen, have a safe and happy Thanksgiving weekend. We will be back sometime over the long weekend. We don't know whether it's going to be Saturday night, Sunday, or sometime Monday on actually Thanksgiving Day. We'll be back sometime to break down the final preseason game and give you a little tune-up for Wednesday night when it all gets going for real. But finally, be safe. Be ha uh, Have a safe and happy Thanksgiving weekend. Wash your bananas. Yeah, well, that's a personal choice. Personal yeah. choice. But stuff thanks for turkeys. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You got to stuff the turkeys. If you want to wash the bananas, wash the bananas. But you cannot not stuff the turkey. No, you got to stuff the turkey. Got to stuff the turkey. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you later. Catch you later.